0: Welcome to another episode of Blood, Guts, and Coffee. Hey there, this is Blood, Guts, and Coffee, and that was Queens of the Stone Age with Feet Don't Fail Me Now. Uh, hopefully this sounds a lot better. I think it does. I just listened to the, that intro I did. I don't know what you think of that. The Welcome to Blood, Guts, and Coffee. Um, I got a microphone, and I finally got, like, the right jack to use for it, and, um, I just need a better pair of headphones, but, other than that, um,. Really hoping this, you know, sounds better than my phone. Uh, so this is episode ten. I've been, uh, you know, really getting back into this, getting a lot more listeners, and uh, yeah, it's just becoming more and more fun, taking it more seriously. And I, uh, yeah, this is, it's a bit eleven thirty on Friday night, and I'm just trying to find the motivation to do stuff right now just had a good workout lifting weights for an hour and I think it's a good thing to do before doing a podcast like clears kind of clears my head and and, because I was falling asleep on the couch before um only because I'm tired not because I was bored of what I was watching because I was watching something that I'm going to talk about after something that I wrote down last weekend when I was drunk Um, so I finished watching, uh, Punisher season two and I mean, it was pretty awesome. It was just, you know, exactly what you want from it for the most part. Like it's, um, you know, good and violent, just gory and yeah, I don't know. I, I found it just enjoyable. Um, he wore his Punisher costume, you know, his bulletproof vest with the Punisher symbol on it uh a lot more in it which like i said in the last episode i think it was the last episode that i i prefer you know he's the punisher i want to see him as the punisher kind of thing but uh not to say i didn't like the first season i love the first season just as much as the second season actually i think i like the second season more i think but anyways um yeah so i don't know how to really get into it um Something I wrote down is that uh, is the Punisher is someone that you don't want to win. And I that the case with a lot of characters like anti-hero kind of characters and stuff. I mean you don't want him to win in the way that like you don't want him to get better. You want him to stay the Punisher. That's what you're a fan of. You're watching it. You're 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 no you're not hoping he's going to quit at the end. You know, like uh Trying, i can't off the top of my head think of another character like that but like i don't know come on you guys can think of something um but you know like the whole time it's like it's not like you're you're rooting for him to like win like kill the bad guys but you're not rooting for him to get better and and that's what i really liked about this season is he finally just kind of like said you know this is me this is what i i want to do this i want to kill these people I enjoy killing these people he didn't say it in so many words but he, he said pretty much that and uh, um, it was something along those lines I don't know I during the last like four episodes I decided to start drinking beer because like I said my last episode I had the house to house myself for the weekend so I didn't want to waste a good Saturday night I was just sitting here all alone watching TV and it was a blizzard outside and I started to get a little cabin fever I'm like hey beer would cure this and it did I woke up in the morning and shoveled my driveway and cleaned the house a bit. And I wasn't sure when my wife and daughter were getting home. They didn't get any, they didn't get home till later on that night. But it was just nice to have all that stuff done. But anyways, that has nothing to do with this. I'm sure nobody finds that interesting. Um. So I guess that's all I really wanted to say about that because I don't know. Go on Netflix, watch it for yourself. It's great. Um. I really hope it doesn't get canceled, because everything else has been getting the axe lately. The only ones that are left are Punisher and uh, Jessica Jones. And I love that show, too. That being said, I haven't finished the second season. But, uh, I mean, I liked all of them. You know, obviously, um, Iron Fist wasn't as good as uh, the rest of them, but it was still pretty good, you know, compared to other shows out there. I mean, it wasn't bad at all. Um, it just, you know, he's not like a, I don't think he's much of a solo character. He doesn't, I don't know. For some reason he just n- didn't catch on the way that the others caught on kind of thing. Luke Cage. I don't know why that got canceled. That season two was fucking amazing. It was way better than the first season. And I love the first season and daredevil season three was fucking unbelievable. I feel like I talked about this last episode or maybe I just talked about it with somebody, but, um, yeah, so I'm hoping Punisher doesn't get canceled. I really would like to see at least another season. I'd like to see another season of each show. Like I wish they would just uncancel it and then cap each show off with three seasons. They can. I, I never even finished Iron Fist season two, so I mean, they can do what they want with that. He's more of a side character. Like you know, he. It was kind of neat in that one episode uh, of Luke Cage in season two where he just walked in, but he like also didn't seem like. He didn't seem like himself from the show, like he kind of was talking more normal, not like less like he's like a Kung Fu master, more he's like, you know, a North American human being. But, uh, I mean, it was still pretty cool. So yeah, um, if you haven't watched it, check it out. Talking about it like I fucking made it or something. Like I'm the only person to watch the Punisher, like I'm the one who discovered it. Uh, anyways, onward. Um, so earlier what I was watching when I was kind of falling asleep on the couch and it has nothing to do with what I was watching. I was just tired because I don't know, I'm tired. Um, I was watching that thing that just got released the other day on Netflix, uh, called, uh, conversation with a killer, the Ted Bundy tapes. And, um it was fucking awesome. So yeah, I've like always known who Ted Bundy was, but I never really knew about like the whole, uh story like i, I just knew he was a serial killer killed and raped women and stuff but i never knew that the story and and uh oh god it was it was just really entertaining so what it is is like it's it starts off being told from this, the perspective of this uh journalist who uh i guess it was in 1980 he went to uh Florida state prison and uh wanted to interview Ted Bundy And he ended up, what do you you say, they they had like 75 to 80 tapes, like over 100 hours of talking to Ted Bundy. And uh, like for a while in it, he was just like maintaining his innocence and saying like, because they were hoping, you know, he's going to admit something on tape or whatever. And then he kind of finally got him to admit something. Like he like, this journalist, I can't even remember the guy's name, but he like um, uh, got him to talk about, his crimes in like the third person so he said like like you know if if you were to do something like this how would you do it and then he like opened right up and explained exactly how he would do it and all this stuff because he did do it but i don't know yeah it was was really good because he like it shows actual like you know interviews with him and man what a charismatic person like holy shit he's just like I fucking, I almost believe he didn't do it, and I know he did it because he admitted it. Like, I know he did it because, like, he, um, I know, I guess he he was electrocuted to death the year after I was born. I was born in 88, and he died in 89, so, but, like, still, like, you know, that was, like, 30 years ago, so, you know, I know he's guilty, but... you're watching it, and you're watching him talk, and, like, I'm like, oh, I don't know, he might not have done it, like, (laughs) it's weird, Um, and so I realized something about myself, well, first I realized, you know, like, him and I think a lot of other serial killers, they think of themselves as above, you know, other people, more intelligent than other people, and that's how they get away with stuff, because they are, in a lot of ways, intelligent than a lot of people, and they think of the general populace as stupid, and so that's how he, you know, he got caught like once and didn't get convicted and got let go, and then he went on and killed a bunch of people or a bunch of women again. And uh, so I was, I was thinking, I'm like, watching this, I'm like, I'm one of the fucking stupid people. I'm one of the stupid people. If I were to talk to him, when you know, if I was one of those, you know, investigators or whatever, I would have been, like, totally, been like, oh yeah, he's yeah, he seems like a. Pretty good guy. I, I can't see him being the killer. Like, um, but yeah. I don't know. It. See, uh, someone at work told me that something with Ted Bundy was on Netflix, and I thought I've been hearing about it for a while. This movie called um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Zach Efron is playing Ted Bundy. I'm pretty excited to see it, and apparently, that's actually being played at a film festival tomorrow. I was a look. I was looking up the release date. And um, I was hoping it was going to be like released on Netflix or I know I I watch Netflix a lot Um, or, you know, released on some other platform that I could just watch illegally on the Internet. Um, Okay, it's called Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile. That's the title of the movie that Zac Efron is playing Ted Bundy in. And it's it pretty cool because I was, when I was watching the four episode miniseries that's on Netflix, the one I've been talking about, um, those are the words the, the judge, when he's uh, indicting him, says. He says those word like he says, extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. And then he keeps going, saying a few other things. But like, I was like watching him, like, oh, that's where they got the title. Okay. That's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, and then I figured out that the um, guy who directed that that thing on Netflix, the Ted Bundy tapes thing, uh, Joe Berlinger, is also the guy who's directing the movie, uh, "Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile." So I mean, the movie must be pretty good then, because he, you know, first directed a a, a documentary series, then a biopic. So. Um, Kind of the same they did the same thing with that movie Lord's Dogtown. Before that movie came out, they released a documentary called Dogtown and Z Boys. And uh just so people could see it who had no idea what the story was and see it and then and then when the movie came out like a year or two later, they're like, Oh shit, I watched that documentary about all those skateboarders in the seventies and both were good. I think the documentary is better in the long run. But uh yeah, so Uh, check that out too. That's like fucking awesome. I just like, I couldn't stop watching it. It's very beautifully filmed too with like real, like, like real footage of like that, like taken in the seventies of like mountains in Colorado and, uh, mountains in Washington and stuff like that. And just like, I don't know. It's, it's just neat to watch other than, you know, like all the brutal stuff. Ted Bundy did to women and shit like that. But I don't know. I, I'm always fascinated with that stuff. I don't know if that makes me weird or not. I'm just always like, I love watching like cold case files and shit like that. You know, not all day, every day, but occasionally I'm just like in the mood to, and, uh, they're all on YouTube. So, uh, Like all those old episodes of Cold Case Files. Because I remember when I was younger, like when I was a teenager or something, like I'd, my dad would always be watching them and then he'd like get up and leave and I'd just sit and watch them because they'd play like two or three in a row. And he'd like get up to go do something else or he had to go, you know, run some errands or something. And I'd just like lay on the couch on a Saturday just like watching, like, whoa, that's fucked up. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, onward. Uh, how long is my recording right now? Um, can't even tell i'm at 1331 i'm using this uh program called uh it's called audacity right yeah audacity um that i downloaded to use with this microphone and stuff it's kind of a pain in the ass to figure out how to use this program and then transfer the files over to the app the app anchor that i use to record this or to publish this um i just don't like to record on the on the actual app anchor anymore because i did that I, twice now I've, I've recorded on that and then it like just deleted what i recorded and it was like something really good and then i had to try and redo it and then it sucked and i didn't like it but i had i was like well i'm not gonna fucking do it a third time so um i've been listening to uh audible again uh listening to I, cause I like haven't in a while and then I realized I had like four free plays on audible and, uh, I was like, oh shit, I should, uh, get an audio book to listen to. And so I did and I got, I was looking at, cause I wanted to check out some more Stephen King and, um, I found, uh, uh, this series called, uh, Mr. Mercedes and, uh, Holy shit, am I... St- okay, good, I'm still recording. Uh, uh, this Well, the, okay, the first book, of Mercedes, the um, the series is called the Bill Hodges series or something. I don't know, that's what it said on... There's like three books in the series. But so the first book's called Mr. Mercedes. And uh, I, think it, I don't know when it came out, like, not too long ago. Like, it's a newer Stephen King book. But uh, it's pretty good so far. It's kind of, it's like... It's kind of what I was looking for. Like, it's a, you know, a kind of a detective story. Of like, this re- detective who has been retired, and there's the one killer that got away. And the killer, he's not, like, he's more of a mass murderer than a serial killer. He's, like, a, he, there's a bunch of people standing out in front of this building that was having, like, this job fair during recession. And uh, there's a big crowd of people. And then this guy in a Mercedes drove through and killed a bunch of them. And he hasn't done it since. And this detective who just has been retired for six months. So I'm assuming, I can't remember if it was like a few years prior or whatever, never caught him. And then, so he's like, gets a letter from the guy. The guy sends him a letter, like just kind of bragging about how, well, he compliments him and says, you know, you're very fine detective and, and, uh, all this stuff. He's like, but you never caught me and kind of taunting him. So, so far it's pretty good it's uh all three books are read by uh little known actor will Patton, um who you know he was in like uh the thomas jane punisher movie uh he was in armageddon i said before he's the guy who goes why would you bring a gun to space and uh yeah so let you know how that goes uh what else Okay, what am I at? I'm almost at twenty minutes. Um, I was trying to figure out a good uh, movie recommendation. Um, I'm really going mostly horror with this one. Um, I'll give a comic book recommendation too. Um, but uh, movie recommendation. I was trying to just like think because I haven't other than that like Ted Bundy thing. I mean, I guess that could be my recommendation, but. I don't know, might as well stick with what I'm doing. Um, uh, I, mean, I don't think I've talked about this one yet, but and I really liked it. Um, uh, called The Strangers, Pray at Night, the sequel to The Strangers. That one that came out, like, I think, 2007 or 2008. Um, and the sequel came out last year. I was pretty excited about it because I liked the original one. And... And the, <laughs> I looked up looked up the Strangers Pray at Night on IMDb, and it, it's rated five point two out of ten. And I was like, why is it rated so low? Like it's you know it's silly in some parts, but it's such an awesome movie. Like, you know, I'm not looking for it to be this like touching film that you know changed my life. It was just a really entertaining movie, a good Sasha flick. The music in it is fucking awesome it's like there's so many good music scenes in it like um, like like, like so many I don't know kind of fight scenes that go well with the music and the music they chose was just like kind of 80s pop 80s like soft rock but it works really well with (laughs) the movie and yeah I loved it I thought it was great I've watched it twice watched it once by myself once with my wife and she really liked it because she I think she got me to watch the first one I'd never seen it and, uh, back when I used to listen to Netflix's ratings when they used to have like the five stars and I didn't, I didn't know that that was based on what you usually watched, not on what people it's like voted on or whatever. But, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen the strangest pray at night, watch it. It's, it's just really entertaining. Um, I don't know why it has a five point two. There's just there's some snobby fucking cunts who go on IMDb and just think they're like the most brilliant film critic. I mean, like, what are we doing here? We're we're just watching something that we want to be entertained by, and there's these people out there that like, like rate things like one out of ten, like, like, oh, like I bet you're just a fucking treat to hang out with. I bet you're just so enjoyable to be around, rating things one out of ten. Like, I've seen some pretty bad movies, and I don't think I would rate them one out of ten. Like, just you know. Do you know how hard it is to make a movie? I don't. I'm assuming it's really hard. I'm assuming making a movie is fucking challenging. Um, like all the all the moving parts that have to go together to make a movie, it 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 must be unreal. Um, and these people who like they're probably just some f- like fucking lame person just sitting at home, just, you know, don't leave the house very often. I'm sorry if I'm fucking talking shit about people listening to this. I don't – I envy that life. But, you know, you shouldn't criticize, you know, somebody's – even a shitty movie. People work hard on it. That's that's the thing I try and think about. Like, you know, there's some things that are just dumb choices that, like, you know, shouldn't have been part of the story or something like that. But I don't know. I don't know. Who am I to say? Who am I to say what's good, what's bad? I know what I like. I know what I don't like. I usually know within, like, the first five minutes of watching a movie whether I'm going to like it or not. And if if, it's, if I too many little red flags go off, I just turn it off and go find something else because I don't want to sit and – I don't want to spend the whole – like, waste that time when I could be doing something productive. I could be playing my guitar or something like that or, like, you know, I don't know, just doing something more productive than watching a shitty movie. So – and then you know, if maybe I will watch it again if somebody told me, oh, you should have kept watching it. It gets better. Occasionally I'm wrong, but usually I can tell within the first like five minutes of five ten minutes if it's if it's a shitty movie. If I hear some people saying dialogue that just seems not real, like that seems kind of ridiculous. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know many people that talk like that. The worst is when it's like. When it's like a you know somebody who's like in their forties or something like that writing dialogue for teenagers, like they fucking know how teenagers talk. I mean, I'm I feel like I'm pretty close to being a child. I'm I'm a, I'm a grown child, but I just I don't know how teenagers talk nowadays. I assume it's pretty fucking stupid though. But saying things like "lit," like like when I was a kid getting when I rise teenagers saying something's lit or like or how do we say it? We'd say, like, let's go get lit. I mean, like, let's go get stoned. Let's go get high. Let's go get lit. Now, I don't know. That means something's cool. I don't know. Maybe people thought the way we talked back then was stupid. Uh, anyways, onward. Um, so, uh, comic book recommendation. Um. Let's see if my microphone will reach all the way across the room. My headphones won't, though um uh okay hold on a second just sit tight i mean i could have paused it but um i'm not you know quite all versed in this audacity program yet so i don't want to you know accidentally do i mean you know probably just pressing a pause button it's as simple as that but you, i don't want to take any chances yet i've got to experiment for a bit anyway so um my recommendation this week is a graphic novel called justice society axis of evil now justice society in my opinion well i shouldn't say my opinion it just to me they're they're the best best superhero team they're my favorite superhero team because they're the original superhero team. They have the original Green Lantern, Alan Scott, the original Flash, Jay Garrick, uh, Wildcat, who's a professional boxer uh, named Ted Grant. Uh, have Doctor Midnight, Doctor Fate, and then after that, there's kind of like a you know coming and going characters like Mister. Their, their second Mister Terrific was kind of a member. Uh, liberty bell and stuff like that anyways and this one they uh they fight nazis this uh nazi group called the axis of evil if i remember correctly it's been like a year since i read it but i just remember it being really good so you should be able to find it at your local comic book store even a bookstore possibly in the comic book or graphic novel section but um if you're in to dc comics at all which i've said before i think i said in the last episode there are my favorite uh superhero or my favorite comics i mean um like i like the marvel movies better than the dc movies but i comic book wise dc comics is better to me i just i love the the characters more i like how like there's like you know different superheroes who multiple people have been that superhero and i mean there's some of that in, in marvel too but it's it's just better in. um in DC, in my opinion, that you know, DC has Batman, so they win right there. But yeah, so go to uh, your local comic book store, or I'm, or unless some of you use um, an app to download comics, which I personally don't agree with. I mean, I can see how it's convenient, but I'd, I like holding it in my hand, holding the book in my hand. That's, uh, I don't know, I like owning it having it the hard copy and yeah I'm still trying to think of a good way to sign off on these podcasts um like I don't know if I, last one I, <laughs> I realized I said thank you like at the end of it <laughs> that sounded stupid um I don't know I'll figure it out I'm also thinking of uh recording my own theme song and uh I don't know. There's probably a really good way with this Audacity app. Um, I just got to figure it out. I was playing my electric guitar last weekend and uh, working around with some stuff and just got to find the right thing. Or, you know, find something, then change it later on, find something different. Um, So, yeah, this has been uh, episode 10 of Blood, Guts, and Coffee. And uh, I'm going to leave you with the... Misfits, the 90s Misfits, with Michael Graves as their singer. And the song is called The Haunting. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs>